0: what is up what is happening welcome back to episode 106 of skates at the stakes i'm your host aj devito and for the first time in this podcast section of history we have me myself aj jake and ryan in one room recording the podcast fellas how are we doing
1: hey everyone welcome to the first ever live skates at the stakes our free agency edition Uh, very excited to be with you guys tonight to talk about the New York Islanders. Look, when we woke up this morning, um, you know, it, we all were anxious, nervous. I'd say today is the best July 1st the Islanders have had in a couple of years. I know people have conflicting feelings on what went down. Uh, we brought everyone back. It's, it's absolutely awesome. I love having everyone back right now. Uh, we'll go through one by one all the guys we're bringing back and then the next steps of the offseason. But I think as far as the January first or the July 1st we've had the re- past couple of years, uh, we did really well today. And I'm excited about it. Jake, Jake, how you doing, pal?
2: Yeah, everyone's back, uh, except Zach Parisi. We have not gotten a decision yet, but pretty good. We got, I mean, it got announced, obviously. The terms got announced. Uh, Not very loose, so we got a lot of info today, and we'll break it all down, but a very good day for the Islanders.
0: I really wonder uh, why we got all the information today. I'm kind of trying to put the different thoughts in my head. Maybe did... Did, did did fans finally complain enough to where management or, you know, upper management f- is forcing Lou to put out the contracts? Probably not. Is it more the fact that the Islanders are possibly in on a certain winger and that contract money mattered? And maybe that trade rumor just got thrown out the window because of those contracts? Possibly. The Islanders were heavily linked to Alex it today. There was smoke, there was fire, and there's been no result yet. We'll break that down later. I know we want to get into the re-signings first because it's been a great day, like Ryan said. Usually, July 1st is misery, misery for the New York Islanders. We've seen no news, we've seen bad news, and we've seen ugly news going from, you know, Goudreau, Panarin, Tavares to, uh, hey, we got Leo Komarov one time. That was cool. That was same year yeah, as Tavares. The Rangers were
2: supposed to get him. And Philpola. We also got Philpola. Phil! And Martin was... I think a day was that No. no that was a trade. That was, that yeah, was a that trade. Was, we re-signed Hickey too. We weren't we were I remember we were for John Moore and I'm like this is awful and then we just signed Hickey. Instead.
1: Yeah, that was weird that year, but um yeah, today was today was great. I was very happy with what happened today. Um so if we kind of, you know, get into the events of the day, we woke up this morning um David Pagnotta kind of put us in the DeBrincat Sweepstakes early. We heard it all around the league. A lot of local guys, and Andrew Gross and uh, Stefan Rosner, linked us with Debrinket throughout the day. And then at like 3 p.m., Lou Lamorello pulled the trigger and released four contracts at once. We should also get into, um, everyone's going to remember this July 1st is the day Twitter was broken. Um, so Twitter broke down today, which made it really frustrating keeping track of all the free agents. But, uh, you know, we persevered. But it was so weird seeing the four notifications from the New York Islanders that said eight years, seven years, seven years, four years. And I was like, who? What? What did we do? But, uh, yeah, AJ, do you want to go over the term and the contracts we've got out today?
0: Yeah, what was the phrase that was on Twitter the entire day?
2: Rate limit exceeded.
0: Rate limit exceeded. That might just be the, uh, eh, nah. We, get, we need a better title for the podcast for a historic day. So starting off with the biggest and best news, Ilya Sorokin, our star, our goalie, best goalie in hockey, is going to stay in New York for eight years. It was eight years by 8.25, I believe. Yep. What a deal! I mean, people are like, "Oh, he's gonna get ten. He's gonna get nine, nine and a half." Don't bring him back. He's gonna want too much money. No, he wants to stay on Long Island. He wants to be here. He loves it here. I'm, I'm in love. He's here for eight more years. I know. And it was funny enough because Ryan mentioned this before. How none of the bigger Russian guys have taken those massive eight-year deals. Usually, it's like a three-year deal. You know, Igor took a. What did Igor take then? A two-year deal before this. Before four-year deal they haven't really taken the eight-year deal yet not saying like russians in total but vasilevsky has he taken the big deal yet i don't think so right
1: vassy vassy took the eight but like that one, did when, take when i eight? said it earlier it was because this year gabrikov on the kings and then um orlov on the canes now uh, they both took two-year deals and were waiting for the market to reopen. And they're all represented by the same agent um, agency. Dan
0: Milstein? Yeah, Dan Milstein. So okay. they're
1: represented by that. So I thought, like, oh, maybe they're all going for short-term deals. But then I think Pagnotta put out that it was going to be a long-term, which, um, you know, I'm not going to apologize to Dave Pagnotta. But, man, he earned his keep today. <laughs> like, he was, he was pretty spot-on on the Islander stuff, surprisingly, for the first time ever. I think he might... Uh, you know, I think I might give him a little bit more, um, you know, kind of belief going forward on uh, July 1st. But, uh, yeah, no, Sorokin, eight years. Holy, holy shit. Like, people were saying nine and ten. They were like, if he wants nine, you got to trade him. If he wants ten, you got to trade him. He wanted 8.25. That's the perfect number, perfect amount of years. We are locked into a goalie that's going to keep us near around the playoffs and, you know, in games all year for the next eight years all the way till 2030 now. So, you know, absolutely awesome. 2031, because the contract doesn't even start till next year. I'm so excited to see Sorokin at uh, UBS Arena for the next eight years. The White Whale, the story's written. He's going to end his career as an Islander unless something, you know, crazy happens. But, um, you know, he's probably he could wind up being a Hall of Famer by the end of this contract. He could really earn his keep. He could win a Vesna or two. Um, I'm so excited to have Sorokin here. And, you know, we just got to build a piece around him. Because at the end of the day, if you look at the Islanders team, he is our best player. And we locked him up for less money than... Already two players on the roster, so it's it's really big-time stuff here. Jake, uh, how did you hear the news and what do you think about it?
2: Yeah, I was at work. Um, obviously, my Twitter was broken because Elon declared that my rate was exceeded by the limit, whatever. Uh, but I got it on my phone. I, didn't, I had no idea what I heard first was Engvall and Mayfield, which we'll get into, obviously. But, I mean... Sorokin, July 1st, you know, this is the first day you can negotiate a contract extension, and obviously it didn't take that long. He wants to be here for the next eight years. Number 30 will be hung up in the rafters when he's done. Uh, I know, like, I'm not even worried about saying that. it's He is the most talented goaltender we'll ever see. Um, and maybe by the end of the deal, it might be the most talented goaltender in Islander history. Obviously, you know, Billy Smith, but, I mean, we've seen what Eli Sorokin can do. To, like, I know people are going to complain. I don't care eight years whatever the fact that he signed for under eight and a half when you see what goalies are getting paid around the league it's just great work by Lou um the most valuable player for the Islanders is here for the next eight years and just think about that out loud Elias Strokin being here for the rest of his career we won't have to worry about the goaltending position again especially because we got his backup locked up as well we'll get into that as well but best goaltending tandem in the league Uh, Back in the honors, it was four more years, and I was just broken for eight more years. So I couldn't be more happy.
0: The utter disrespect to Joey McDonald. Come on, the best goalie in Islanders history? What are we doing here?
2: I know Chad Johnson's up there too.
1: I never wanted to buy a dog named Joey McDonald. I think after this uh, Sorokin extension, you know, I might buy a dog and name it Sorokin because Ilya's our guy. And, uh, you know, flashbacks of 91. Like, if you go back a couple years, we could have locked up John Tavares long term the day we signed Andrew Ladd. Uh, We decided to play it down to the wire. We didn't trade him at the deadline, and we lost him. We completely avoided that situation with Ilya Sorokin. I think I said something very similar when Matt Barzal re-upped last year but you know this franchise is going to be haunted by that moment and losing a guy that you could have gotten multiple first round picks for because you let it walk all the way to free agency and you didn't lock him up on the first day and you didn't make that decision July 1st and Lou Lamarello made that decision July 1st and now we have an all-world talent on the island for the next eight years it's absolutely awesome
0: it's nice to have grown up throwing a franchise for a change moving on from Sorokin we're all happy about that the other contracts some of you are going to love some you're going to hate I'm going to go with my second favorite one personally. I'm going to go Pierre Engvall. Seven years, which is a lot of years for a guy. How old is he? 26, I believe. 27? 26?
1: 26.
0: 26. Seven years. So by the end of the contract, he'll be 32, 33. I'm not mathing right now. So <laughs> I don't really care. He's until he's, he's, right he's 34. 34. Yeah. You know what? Same stuff. No one cares. But we got a really good player in Engvall, hopefully for, well, not hopefully for a very long time, for a good amount of time. What is a Pierre I don't know yet. We got to see how he does in his first actual full year with the Islanders. Could he be a top six forward? Maybe. Could he be a third liner? Maybe. Could he be a winger? Possibly. Could he play center? Maybe. We don't really know. He's kind of a wild card, and I'd say a good wild card to have. Jake, what do you think?
2: Yeah, we know what Pierre Angval does well. He's, you know, as we saw, he was a fast skater. He worked very well on our... Perfection line uh, with Nelson and Palmieri. I assume that'll be back to start the year. But, you know, not all playoff lines that work out, again, as we saw with the second line last year. Um, but, yeah, he has good traits. He skates well. I know he doesn't really use the body a lot, um, but good four-tracker. Uh, seven years. I and mean, $3 million is very fair for Pierre Engvall. So... Not mad at all about it. Uh, this is, I'd have to agree with you, my second favorite deal by Lou. Um, and I'm very glad he's back. And he's very handsome, as Ryan would say.
1: Yeah, I was about to get into that. There's so many things to say about Pierre Engvall here. I mean, Pierre Engvall, it might be the most handsome land on Long Island. Like, just an absolutely beautiful person. Um, you know, I really, I love Pierre's game down the stretch. Um, you know, we got, two, we got two rentals that, you know, we've extended now between Horvad and Engvall, and Engvall was supposed to be a pure rental. We got the guy for a third. There were very low expectations. They just chucked him on the first line with Barzal and Horvad his first game, and Beau, uh, Matt Barzal got hurt, right? And then he gets put on the second line, and he's just absolutely phenomenal every single game this year. Is that going to be the guy he is throughout these seven years? Uh, I, I don't know. I can't tell you that for sure. We're still in kind of the point where we're figuring out where, what Pierre Engvall's role is going to be. But, man, just as, like, a, a toolsy player for the good things he does, there are things that no one else on the Islanders does. He's able to forecheck without, you know, really throwing the body or throwing a hit. He's just a very smart, you know, forechecker. I think that part of his game is really cool. He's very silky with his, like, hands. He reminds me of Brock in some ways on the wing. Uh, he's a fast skater. He has good defensive instincts. And the analytics love this guy. They The uh, evolving hockey twins had him as the best free agent going into the day they had him as the best value buy if you could get him at four for four so we wound up getting him you know seven years by three million which is good I, I think by their model it's around what he would have got over a seven-year deal I know different analytics guys have different opinions on ball but based on their model outputs but Pierre ball rocks and I'm so happy to have him on the island for the next seven years
0: yeah is going to be a good player, and sorry if you hear a lot of airplane noises. Uh, The airplanes are all flying over my house at 1141. I guess it's a busy time. So that's two guys down. We'll go guy number three. This one's an interesting one. We'll go Scott Mayfield. When Ryan told me that Scott Mayfield signed for seven years, I had to make sure I was hearing him correctly. I was like, seven years for Scott Mayfield? And he's like, yep. I'm like, all right. I got very excited because you assume Mayfield's coming back for seven years. We're getting a steal of a deal. Maybe two million, maybe two and a half. I know there's a lot of contracts that were signed by Defenseman today that were a little bit up in price, and that's how it is. Ryan called that to a T, that none of these guys were gonna be cheap. And Mayfield probably would have went for five million at this rate. Four four and a half, five. Don't think that's a bad take. We got him for three and a half. He took a discount, surely. We gave him those seven years, so yeah, you better take a little bit less for your AAV, but like, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. It's Scott Mayfield. He couldn't not be an Islander, right? He, it would have been too weird.
1: It wasn't the haircut we were expecting when we saw the seven years. Like, I genuinely expected it to be something similar to Angval. Seven years, three million. And look, I like Scott Mayfield. On my way out to uh, AJ's, where we're recording from tonight, I was listening to the Kipper and Born podcast, and they're talking about Scott Mayfield like he's some Greek god who could come to Toronto, throw the body, lay some massive hits, be this awesome player. And, like, you know, that's not really our depiction of Scotty. He's our silly, goofy third-liner, our third-pair guy. He's able to throw a big hit. Um, You know, he ices the puck a lot, but we watch him under a microscope. Someone around this league would have given Scott Mayfield upwards of $5 million if they gave Ben Sherratt $5 million last year. And, you know, I I really like Scotty. I'm happy to have him around. I don't know if he makes it to the end of the deal, like... Of all the contracts that we signed today, this was the only one where I was like, oh, I could see that getting bought out towards the end if it's not great. Or you could bury it, because in like, you know, if the cap ever raises to the the cap will raise in the next couple of years. And it's gonna hit 90 million. And once it hits ninety million around year five or six of this, that Scotty deal is only gonna be like three percent of the cap. So you could bury it in the miners, you could LTIR it, you could even trade it away to someone who's like, you know, not trying to contend. But, you know, I, I think it works for Scottie. It, it's a good value. Between Scottie and Ajo, our third pair is going to be like $3.5 million. Or, no, like $4.25 million next year, which is a bargain third pair. That's going to be pretty good. Um, but we'll see where we go from here. And, uh, yeah, uh, Jake, what do you think about Scottie? I, I know you're the kind of Scottie hater of the pod here.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say I love the contract. It's probably my least favorite contract today, but. Scott Mayfield's a good player. I'm not going to pretend that he's not, so I was a bit, like, shocked that it was seven years. I said last episode, two days ago, I said 0% chance he's back. That was dead wrong. Don't listen to me. Um,
0: Shocker. Yeah. (laughs) Me neither. I think I said, like, 10. No,
1: actually, please keep listening. Uh, Keep listening to Jake here.
2: Um, (laughs) Happy's back. Um, Andrew's absolutely right. If Scott Mayfield hit the market, he would have gotten a lot of money, so... I guess it is a discount, but we're paying Scott Mayfield till he's 37. Um, would like the penalties cut down. Uh, I know I'm asking for a lot, but um, more sustainable play during the regular season. I know playoffs Scott Mayfield hits Diffie, like we say here on the podcast a lot. More sustainable in the playoffs. Um, um, regular season, but yeah, three and a half. I mean, the money-wise, it's good, but you know we're paying the guy until he's 37. But yeah bottom pair seems to be staying. We don't have to worry about getting a different defenseman or our guys or our guys. We got those six. We got Bull Duke signed as well. Um, maybe he's the seventh guy. Um, Aho's due up next year, so I'm guessing Ajo will get another run at 3 left But Yeah, I was, just, I was just a little stunned by the seven years, but Scott Mayfield's back. Uh, Ryan was right. He's going to be at the Long Island Barbecues for a long time, so Scott Mayfield is back, and Maybe, just maybe he'll unblock me on Twitter.
0: No, no, that's, that one's not no, happening. No, 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 probably not. No. Mayfield just couldn't go without having a normal sliced bagel. Why is he going to go back to St. Louis and have the stupid... You no, know, why do they call their bagels like that? You know, have you seen that before? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've it's it's we'll like, Yeah, it's
1: like cut over the top like they're chopping it, like the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen it. It's, it's nice. Scott Mayfield, the crazy thing is he's going to play in 1,000 games for the New York Islanders if he makes this contract to the end, and I I think that's awesome. We haven't seen many Islanders make it to 1,000 games throughout their career, and Scotty will join probably Bailey's the only guy we've seen do it from start to finish. Uh, but, you know, happy for Scotty. Who would have thought this when he was jumping back and forth with the long hair and the number 42 uh, when he was going up and between Bridgeport and the Island uh, at the beginning of his career, to a guy who's going to be a third pair guy the rest of his career.
2: Fun fact: Scott Mayfield is an EDM enthusiast. My friend saw him at a EDM concert last year, a rave, whatever you folks call it.
0: Oh, that year in to set. Well, you were working it; you weren't there. No, no, no. no. I want to go to a rave. That's kind of one of my things. I want to do this time. we will see Mayfield there. Uh, yeah. And, uh, we'll discuss, Clear of that other Twitter, idiot Twitter behaviors. Yeah, you, I can tell him to unblock Prime Jakey. Clear the other. Uh, EDM idiot in New York.
2: <laughs> you got any? You got any comment about that?
0: Mika Palooza. <laughs> like Mika a <Mika>. pa- loser.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Freaking got him. Um, oh,
0: last contract.
1: Varley. Varley. Send me on Varla.
0: Vardog, V a r.
1: And this one, I, I think, uh, you know, to quote Lou at the Bo Horvat press conference, uh, too many years and a little bit too much money. <laughs> um, so uh, we're happy Varley's back. So, uh, we, you know, the sources around this have said, you know, uh, Varley, getting Varley done was instrumental to keeping Sorokin. They want to play together. They're very close. They're good friends. Um, I don't know how much of that is Varley being really one of the other two Russians on the team for Sorokin. But I know he's close with Romanov, but he... Thought Varley needed to be here. So, opposed to what many people thought down the stretch when Varlamov wasn't really playing much, um, we locked up, you know, we locked up our backup goaltender for four years at $2.5 million. Varlamov's going to age pretty gracefully in this backup role. I think, like, kind of thinking of Yaroslav Herlock during his time with the Bruins. Um, he played in Boston for three years. I know it's easy to forget, but he played like 15 games as Tuca Rask's backup every year, 20 games, depending on the pandemic season or not. And he was really lights out in those games. He'd always go like 15 and five, uh, 12 and like eight. And he was like really good. I think that's the role Varley's going to play. He's going to be the older guy, the older statesman of the team. And I'm completely and perfectly fine having him as a backup as long as he's getting rest and getting rotated in regularly. Uh, We can't have another situation like last year where Varley's just taking no starts down the stretch uh, because we need to, like, sprint at the end. But if we give a healthy distribution of starts to both of our goalies, at least the first three years of this, this contract should work out really well. And we have a $10 million goal or $11 million goalie room starting in two years. But I think for what it's worth, it's it's a pretty good goalie room.
0: I mean, I guess it's a good thing. We can trade Varlamov, trade Varlamov. Man, that second-round pick. second-round pick would have be been oh, generational. Would have been gen- We could have had another Danny Nelson.
1: Who would have even wanted him in the second round? The Kings? The Kings
2: were, like, thrown around by fans. I like.
0: They were horny for him.
2: Lou was never, never doing that. No, no, no.
0: And as he said. And never will. As he said, him and Varley, uh, well, Sorokin and Varley, they're good friends, good pals. They both help each other out. And they, without them, maybe, you know, maybe Sorokin plays worse. Maybe the vibes aren't the same. Might as well if it's working might as well keep it.
2: Sorokin's two best friends are here for ever a couple seasons, yeah. Yeah, I mean was getting locked not up.
0: A, yeah, yeah. R- yeah. Rami has to get locked up next. He's the next guy to get locked up. Him and Dobson, I believe. Yeah, they I
2: think both next have year they're years
1: left. Yeah, no, they're in the they both signed matching 3-year deals, so next year there's going to be the you can lock them up a year early, but they go both exit as RFAs, if my memory serves me right. Next year's- yeah,
0: they got to be. There's no way. Yeah, they're not past 26 yet. So
1: they'll, you know, Dobson can prove it and, you know, try to get a payday now. But Rami, I think you can lock up pretty reasonably. If
0: you can get them for five and a half, six, preferably five and a half, five and a half by five, take that heartbeat. Rami rocks.
2: Next year's is not, I was looking, there's not a lot of free agents. Obviously, Cal and Matt are done. We have some not know how that's going to... Hopefully they're done I guess, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Aho's up next year but on that. I mean, we don't know about from so That might be a one-year thing. So, but yeah, not a lot of. <laughs> Lou's doing the hard work now. I guess next next summer he's. That'll be a boring July 1st.
1: Yeah, and this might be Lou's last year um, or one of his last years here on the island as his parting gift. I mean, no matter what, he just did his work for the next two years. We're locked into this roster. We still want to see an improvement, and we're going to get into the big segment. I know AJ's really excited to talk about this part because it was awesome today, even being, you know, not getting hurt by a guy on July 1st rocked. Um, But, you know, I think he did most of the heavy lifting today. We're locked into this roster through 2025. And uh, these are the Islanders. They're our buddies. We're used to seeing them around. We like these guys, and they're going to be here for a while. It could, you know, I saw one of our friends on Twitter, Ian, um, Ian underscore 10, talk about how this might reinforce the country club attitude we kind of complained about earlier in the year. I, I don't think so. I think this group wants to bring something to Long Island, be it a championship or, you know, more special playoff moments, and I think they really can go at it like that, and um, I don't think they're gonna be over comfortable. If they prove me wrong, I'm gonna be pissed. Um, I believe in these guys. I like these guys. I want to keep going with them. But you know, it's just nice. They're they've been like family to us the past couple of years, except Engbal, who's like kind of you know a second cousin you just met. Uh, but like they become like family to us, and I'm I'm happy we locked them up for a long time.
0: How could you not be happy? The boys are back in town. If we could have played an intro song, that would have been it. But. But, 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 Ryan said uh, some magic words about a guy we were we were talking about last podcast, Alex Debrinkit. Uh Pagnotta first reported that we were in on him. He also reported we were in on Duchesne. And I, I as myself, decided to troll Pagnotta, you know, doing the uh, brick, the guy, the basketball gift where he just shoots bricks and nothing goes in. I'm like, oh, Pagnotta with the Islanders again. He got the stroke cool one right. I'll give him that. If he right. gets... If he gets to break it, if the Islanders get to break it, I'll go to an island game this year, and I I will wear a Pagnotta was right T-shirt.
2: Wow. Yeah, no, we not. talked about this <laughs> I
1: will not. Um, it was also confirmed Andrew Gross, Stefan Rosner from the Islanders beat said, yeah, there's smoke here. Like, Gross this bomb. is this is something serious. Uh, Gross never really puts out news. No, no. Uh, Rosner, I sometimes think he was guessing or something. But, no, he, he said pretty definitively, like, no, this is a legitimate thing the Islanders are trying to do, which is, you know, it's not just July 1st excitement this time because it's a trade we have to make. We don't have a guy telling us yes or no. We have to make this trade, and then we get to bring that in house, and then we can move forward. He is the answer to the team's problems. He's worth trading our first next year for. He's worth giving out a couple guys. With all the contracts we have in place now, we have enough room where we just have to trade, you know, one or two contracts off our roster, and we should be able to get there. We'd have to trade like a Paggio, and then we'd have to trade some of the bottom six guys that are making a lot more money. But I re- I really think this is you know something the Islanders can do, and I know AJ's super excited about it.
0: Let him cook. So. Show him the schools. Show him the schools. Alex it's everything we need. We talked about this last episode. Ryan said, if you get Dabrinkit, your core is locked up and you don't have much cap space. Fair point. I don't care. Give me it. We have a. Co- we would now have a core that's locked up of Sorokin, Barzal, Debrinket, Horvat, Pelic, Pulak, Romanov... I'm not going to count Nelson, he's a little bit older. We're not going to count Dobson, he still needs to become quote unquote elite. We have a core locked up of so many talented, talented players. Yeah, I'll take a run at the Cup every year. Who, who wouldn't with that team? All you had to do is pick and place guys on cheaper deals, which isn't the easiest thing to do in the world because we're looking at Florida today and they're, uh, they had some interesting contracts trying to bring in guys like, uh, Nico Mikola, absolute bum for like three years, so. I don't want to be having to go through those scraps, but getting an Alex Brinket might make it interesting to go through some scraps for uh, some third line, you know, defenseman. if we can't bring back Aho, maybe a third line replacement for Walshroom. Not this season, but f- season's coming up. I don't know. And then Walshroom could be in that trade. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm fine giving him up. It would suck to see him go, but like Brinket, don't care. I wish nothing but the best for Wallstrom. It'd be cool if we can keep him, but realistically, Ottawa's going to want something back for Debrinket more than just a first, I'd assume, so probably be a first, Pajot, and Wallstrom. If they want to take Ross Johnston, no one wants Ross Johnston, but they want him, take the cap off our hands. We'll throw him. TSN has this whole big thing today about uh, the Atlantic getting tougher and meatier. Ross Johnston's tough and meaty.
1: Hell yeah, brother. Go take Ross. Yeah, no, there was some... I mean, the word out of Ottawa right now by... uh, I think his name's Bruce Gabrick. He's on Twitter. Uh, He's the big... Garion. Yeah, he's the big Senators, guys. Garion. Yeah, Garion. Garion? Garion, Garion, my wayward son. Um, But basically, the way he um, kind of phrased it was, it seems like Ottawa is getting close enough to trades where they're letting teams talk to Debrinket. And what happens is they talk to Debrinket and his agent's giving a unreasonable to the team amount, you know, maybe money, maybe term. Um, it looks like since he's 25 years old, he wants to hit the market again. Uh, which, you know, if you're getting a guy, you don't want him saying he wants to hit the market again. And I've talked about Debrinket's red flags in the past. just kind of moving a couple times now. Um, if he wants to be on Long Island, I think anything over five years, you do it. Like, you know, you need him for five years. You don't give up the farm and you don't give up like Paggio Um, your first round pick, Wallstrom, even guys in the minors right now, you don't give that up for a guy without some guarantee that they're going to be there throughout the rest of the decade. Um, this is the big swing at the fences for this team. You have to get it right. You'd have to protect the first, I guess, or something. If if that's like, if he's only going to sign the QO or take a two or three year deal, but he has to lock in and commit to Long Island if he wants to be there. But if we do want, he's a dynamic goal scorer, which we haven't seen on the island in many, many years. Most of our, all of our lifetimes, for
0: Jason Blake, two thousand six or two thousand seven or two thousand five, whatever year it was, I was like five, so give me a break.
1: Yeah, it takes the pressure off Horvat too. Horvat, the pressure's off his shoulders. Barzal's the pressure's off his shoulders. And the three of them are going to be able to carry the goal-scoring load for this team, be it on one line, two super lines. Um, you know, Brock could become a 3C with Pajo out the door. Things get really interesting for this team. Things get super-duper interesting. And I'm excited to see what happens here. Um, we'll, we'll play it by year. We'll, we'll do an emergency pod if we get him. But, like, um, there's all quiet on his front. I know AJ was also excited about Tarasenko. Nothing on the Tarasenko front yet, uh, even though he's connected to Ottawa. And, you know, dominoes are falling, and we might be able to pick up a great player in a first-line wing on top of extending all our guys. That would be the perfect summer of Lou.
0: Some other names I would like to throw out there just to ponder on if we don't get Dabrinkit. I think these are options are not as good, obviously, but they're good hockey players, and we should have backup options at all costs because if to it doesn't want to come here or, you know, whatever... You need backup options. One backup option would be Elias Lindholm, who we talked about before. Very cheap contract, good fit. Calgary wants guys out; they want other new guys in. Fine by me. I'll take Lindholm. Another guy in Calgary, uh, Andrew? Is it Andrew Mangiapane? It is Andrew. Andrew, Andrew. He put up 30 goals last year. Bit bit of a down year this year. Signed for another two years at around five, five point two, if I, I recall. That Something around there. Good goal scorer, good winger. I wouldn't want to go crazy. I don't know if I'd put Walsh in a Mangiapane deal. Very good player. Would I? I mean, probably, yes, you throw him in, but I don't know. I, I think I definitely would take Mangiapane on the Islanders. Would I want to give up as much as I would for the Debrinket? Definitely not. I think that's fair to say, right, guys?
1: Yep, absolutely. I mean, you know, both of the Calgary guys. I, I don't know if I'm completely sold on, but if, if they're selling and we can't make the brinket happen and we can't make Tereseko happen, I think Calgary would like a guy like Pagiot who's going to be around for a couple of years.
0: That's fair. Also, alongside that, Travis Konechny. A lot of relationships on the Islanders team right now with Bo Horvat being his cousin-in-law. I'm not going to say sister-in-law because just doesn't make sense. Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law, they that's what we pay the big bucks for. And him and Barzal are tight, something like that. I don't know the Barzal connection. I know they're boys, apparently. That might be it.
2: Probably played same World Juniors. I think that
0: was... Could be the World Juniors. And then I think the other one was Connor Garland. I like Garland, obviously. <laughs> Good player. Uh, probably the worst option of the bunch. Well, definitely the yeah. worst option of the bunch. But I'll take any of those guys, honestly. I'd rather have to break it yeah duh we'll start there start, <laughs> start with the brinket and then i guess work her work our way down teresanko would be cool too i'm not crying if we don't get teresanko at this point i think i'd much rather pay a little bit more of a premium price for a guy like connect me than get an older teresanko
1: Ta- yeah tyler bertuzzi is still on the market as well as we record this and, and, and him and Ter- yeah and domi um, ryan's guy yeah, one of one of my guys. I'd like all of the guys I wanted us to get are still in the market. So this is intriguing. The rest of the weekend, how we uh, how it goes. We're not gonna do like an emergency podcast. And Max Domi goes to the Leaf. Matt Dumba's still in the market. There's still some interesting names that might not affect us, but you know, not a not a ton happened day one of free agency outside of Long Island, which is which is great. Uh, we'll get into the rest of this stuff now. But Jake, any names strike you that you'd like? Or?
2: Uh, first off, Andrea is two years, five point eight. Um, obviously we want to burn cat uh, that'd be awesome he has a kid show in schools I know I said that joke already but um, that'd be awesome obviously we would have to make salary work which is why Padre is being talked about uh, he would be able to go back to Ottawa um, it has to be more than that obviously they, they gotta figure out money wise very interesting that the Washington terms aren't available yet um, he would definitely be in the deal um, I don't want connecting. connect me Canuck is the, I guess, perfect kind of player. He's a a, a pesky guy. He loves talking trash. He did the letty face. That drove me nuts, but he he would fit pretty well here. Don't love Mangiapane, but he can score. Uh, There's no doubt about that. He had a really good year two years ago. And then Conor Garland, I know he's AJ's guy, but, you know, the guard dog. You cannot. You, we
1: can't escape him. We cannot We cannot get away from this guy. But, uh, yeah, if he's on the market, it's one
2: year why left. Not? One that, year. that can't be that much. I I'd flip Pajot less. to Vancouver.
1: I mean, like, Pajot is now kind of him and Lee are the two contracts that Stink. don't. Stink. I wouldn't say Pajot stinks. Uh, Lee's isn't great, but Pajot's like, that, Pajot. that's still movable, um, and you can get an improvement. It's a luxury we can't afford right now. Um, everyone else in the bottom six fell in line and took a low AAV. Pajot was supposed to be the 2C. It just didn't work. Um, you know, and we're stacked down the middle. You can put Horvat, Barzal, um, and then Nelson as the 3C. You could go get a cheap 3C. But we can't afford at this point a $5 million 3C when our biggest problem is just goal scoring at the top of the lineup. Put Engvall at 3C. We could put Engvall. That That's something I did consider today. Put Engvall at 3C and then have everyone else fall in line. Simon, Fash. Uh, the identity line, however much many miles they have left on the tires. None. None. But, like, you also have to work in Ishikov and you're going to have to work in a couple of kids and just give them opportunities in the next few years um, in the middle six. So, you know, I, I think any at sea is something we'll probably see at some point next year. But, yeah, I, I think that's kind of all we have for Islander talk for the most part.
2: One more thing, minor thing, obviously. Um, the only reason I know about this because it was uncat friendly, but Parker Weatherspoon signed a. One year two way deal with the Boston Bruins. So his 20- oh goodness, oh yeah. heavens!
1: The 20- press box lost a good man today. The
2: press
0: <laughs> box lost a good man. His
2: his I mean, he had a fine twenty game tenure. It was definitely better than I expected. twenty game. He played twenty games in the with the big club. Really, I he guess played, the COVID. I could yeah. I could be wrong. I'm gonna look that up. But I
0: think he played. I'm gonna guess fourteen.
1: Preseason legend. He played a lot of preseason he, he games. He played.
2: He had a lot of years taking the ferry. He was there for. <laughs> He
0: was there for a while. He has a golden ferry ticket alongside Robin Sallow.
1: There was a point this year where the analytics people within the fan base were saying to send.
0: I said thirteen, get in. the
1: analytics people were saying send him down, uh, or send Romanov down and play Parker. So
0: stupidest fucking thing ever. (laughs) Never understood the Romanov slander. It was just so stupid. He had a rough start, but once he got locked in, around what do we say, December? Dude was lights out before he got hurt. So and he was opposite. great when he came back, too. So is they put
2: him with Bullock. Eight years of Bridgeport for Wilderspoon. Uh, eight years dealing with Brent Thompson. I, I applaud him for doing them for that long and enjoy. Providence, because I don't think he'll make the big club. I think he can make the Bruins. If they trade Forbot
1: or Forbort, yeah, yeah, the, he can was, make the big club. We'll you know, see he, what they do. He He's,
2: he's sound defensively. Not he's really. a hockey player. He's certainly a hockey player.
1: He had good minutes with Pulak, but, you know, Ryan Pulak's awesome. It's easy to have good minutes with Pulak for the most part. We wish so. him the best. We wish him the best. Good luck, Parker. Um, I hope we don't run into you in the playoffs. but uh, It's
2: really the only departure. Obviously, say really not decided yet. Lou said... I believe he said there's a roster spot open for him if he wants to come back, but he's not decided. Hopefully we get that soon. Hopefully
0: Uh, not. I want to get another winger before we get. No, no. Hopefully get the decision
2: soon. I I mean, mean, if
0: Parisi says he's coming back, he's coming back. It's kind of like, you take your time. Let's get. Yeah, we need Clutterbuck gone. We need possibly Martin gone too. We need Ross definitely gone. I think that we might keep Ross for the grit, but nah. stupid.
1: You could always send down two at this point, Martin and Clutterbuck, and open up some cap space that way. They don't have How to. How be... much would be open though? Well, we we saw we saw it today. If you send Martin down, you open up a million. If you send Cal down, you open up like seven hundred thousand. So, it's not it's not crazy. If you send Ross down, you open up like a a million as well. So, it helps. It's not too bad. It's just you'd have to put him on waivers and then lose him for nothing, which is. You know, probably best case scenario like Efron Bellows last year. Um,
2: if they want to, they would. It's an extreme Ross is an extremely variable contract. If they want to, they will.
1: And yeah, that that's the thing. The organization goal is gonna have to be you know this new mindset um, that the teams gonna have to adopt. We see fast teams are winning in the playoffs. Um, they're gonna speed bag you. Carolina was a fast team. We gave them all we had, but. We're going to have to adopt like this organizational philosophy, and we have some guys ready to come up, like Durandu. Um, I don't want to praise him too high, because he's an older guy, and he could fall on his face when he gets to the big club again. But him and Ishikov, they're both fast skaters. I'd, I'd take them up with the big club just for speed reasons and put them on a third or fourth line as fill-ins. They, they're more modern hockey players. We don't need guys who are going to bear down and you know be slow um, on top of the guys we already have. We need to be faster, and that's, Team Speed's going to be an area of concern, and a new first-line winger, and then some of the guys from the minors, I think we could get a lot faster. This isn't an endorsement of Ishikov or Durandu. I haven't watched them play live yet. but um, Well, I've watched Durandu play for the yeah. big club, and he was really good. But, like, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But I think just from a team speed perspective, we need to increase that.
0: Yeah, and that's why I've been advocating for both of Clutterbuck and Martin to be gone, and i know end of an era, yada, yada, yada. I want to win a Stanley Cup. They're not – they can help us win a Cup, don't get me wrong – we need the speed, though. We got to adapt. We can't be playing the Carolina Hurricanes and throwing Matt Martin out there to uh, bully people. Fun. Love Matty Martz, Islander legend. I wouldn't hate if he was a 13th forward. No, not at all. I'd be cool with that. You know, bring him in every now and then. That I, I really the do. Guy. What?
2: That should be the grit guy.
0: Yeah, I, awesome. I'm i more than fine with Matt Martin saying, I love Matt Martin. But we got to get cap. Durando's not that old. He's only 24. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's my age, so I consider him... <laughs> he's my age with, like, what, three NHL games? I consider that a pretty old prospect. Mm, uh, five. Uh, five or gonna, seven?
0: Five or seven, number I seven. thought it was seven. Wait, we I back. thought it was Four. Like all right, we're all right. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> no, I was looking it up right Price there. Price is right.
1: Rolls, <laughs> Yeah, but um, I I liked Duran too. I he give him a shot. Yeah, he, he could be really cool, and I I definitely want to see him get a fair shake with the big club. So, you know, let's open up some space and make us more top heavy. Like the roster is balanced right now, but we could use some imbalance. We could use some better top line guys.
0: Uh, yeah, yes, Ben just also make a sick shirt, a Duran Duran shirt.
1: Hell
2: yeah, brother, sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for fourth real. Fourth line should be Simon, Fashion, Casey next year. Casey and Fashion look great yeah. with each other. I don't like. You can put whoever on the left just fashion I needs to be the right one here.
0: Man, I love Hudson Fashion.
2: That's he's so he's he's also New York Islander. We got that. We got announced there. That was that was, that was funny
0: day. how quick that one came out. But the day of the press or the press conferences or locker room clean out day, whatever you want to call it. They're like, Ah yeah, Hudson's back. I'm like, Oh. Alright. Fired me up. Yeah. MILF. Mm.
1: Man, I love Hudson Fashion. Um but now I guess since we're kind of done with Islander stuff we can go around the rest of uh, the Metro and then we're gonna do a little game of one free agent signing we loved one free agent signing we hate so just looking at the Metro now you know there was a lot of guys Carolina took some good steps to getting better today they signed Dimitri Orlov two years for around eight million Michael Bunting a guy we talked about last episode for three years 4.5 million Um, they re-signed both their goalies they re-signed Jasper Fast Uh, what do you guys think about the Canes going forward
0: I'm I don't want to be that guy. I'm going to be that guy. Be that guy. They're really good, really deep, really scary. Never mind, don't be that guy. They had a great day. They had a great day today. I'm not the biggest fan of the Orlov deal, to be brutally honest. Uh, 7.5 for two years. Sure, the the term isn't long. Is he really worth $8 million almost? No. I'd say say six and a half, but yeah, you know what? Fair enough. Game's a game. I think Bunting will be a good player for them. I think he's also a crybaby, but, you know, I mean, sure, fine, whatever. They walked up their goalie tandem for under, like, $5 million.
2: Just have
0: And they have Coochie.
1: <laughs> nice, brother. Um, yeah, no, I mean, Jake, anything crazy there? I, I think they got better. I, I think at the end of the day that next year's the year. Um, they probably made Brett Pesci, who's pretty, really fucking good as a defenseman, expendable. Yeah, he might good. be, yeah, he might be on his way somewhere for a pretty good return because, you know, defense was expensive today. He's only making $4 million. If he hit the market today, he would have made seven. Like, that's just real what would have happened because this market is stupid for defensemen. Uh, Jake, any thoughts on the Canes, our uh, first-round opponent last year?
2: I thought Bunting was going to get a little more. I think that's, I guess, fair for them. He had a really good year. We'll see what happens when he's not next to Austin Matthews. Uh, the Orlov deal. It's only two years, so it's not the end of the world, but seven point seven five, that's that's pretty high. But you know, we kinda saw that coming. Top guy in the market since I guess Severson uh gone. A little bit
0: of breaking news, nothing too too crazy, but Pierre Engville has a sixteen team no trade list for all seven years per cap friendly, per Steven Rosner.
1: Which is sick. I mean he's not going back he's to Canada. He's not going. Yeah. He's not going back to Canada, so you know, there's, it's, it's not really a movable contract towards the end, but, um, I you know, once Pierre Engvall plays to, like, the value of a $6 million player, I think we're going to get some calls on him because that contract could be really sick if everything breaks right.
2: This this might be bold. His qualities alone and what he can bring is going to be $3 million, whatever happens, I think.
1: Yeah, I think no ma- I think his floor is three million and his ceiling is you know, his ceiling is like five or six million. Like yeah. he could have a Brock like breakout if he keeps playing it the way he did at the end of the year. I think at a fifty game pace with us, like us alone, I think. Yeah.
0: That like, was like also like eighteen guy. games.
1: Which is good. I mean we, we yeah, we, we it's can't small it's like twelve and twenty or something. Small sample we size. We can't call Horvat a small sample size and then, you know, praise Angball for Don't being nitpick. pretty good. But however, you know, it, he did show a lot of promise, and I honestly, I didn't even know if Pierre Engvall liked playing here. Um, he likes it enough for seven years. Like, he's a young, handsome, single guy. I didn't think a guy like that would stay out on Long Island the rest of his life. Um, you know, I thought he would be calling for a big city somewhere from Sweden. Uh, I don't even know if people in Sweden know what a Long Island is when they come here. But uh, yeah, he seems to love it. He probably bought a house today, so shout out Pierre, and shout out no trade list. Um,
0: Yo, Pierre, you want to stay out here.
1: Yeah, for forever, which is awesome. Um, I just don't really have too many Swedes. You, you'd probably be the best person to ask about that. I would
0: like to Well, I mean, they Our have Sebastian Ajo right now. He's Finnish. Sebastian Ajo? Isn't he Finnish? He's mm, Swedish. Ours is, I guess the other ours is Swedish. Swedish. Ours is Swedish. That one's Finnish. Salo is Finnish. Uh, he's also finished. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, I'm going to guess Tommy Salo was a Swede. Kenny Janssen was a Swede former Islander captain Callie
2: Odelius is a Swede
0: he's never played right? a game for the New York Islanders he's
2: coming up yeah. I'm
1: just saying that's interesting too now Callie, there's no room for him on the right side
0: uh born I don't know Ottawa knees buddy
1: yeah he could be in ideal deal I mean there's no room on the right side now for the next three years is he I guess he's playing for is he playing for Bridgeport this year because he signed his
2: pro deal last year but he'd have know. to be It'd no he can get wound out I guess he could get loaned yeah. out.
1: I, I think I would look, like him
2: to play for Bridgeport.
1: Yeah, we'll get into the prospect stuff throughout the summer oh. because now we don't have to worry about re-signing our guys. Um, that is true. But yeah, no. Next up, uh, fire the freaking cannons, Colorado or Columbus. Colorado. You no, know, I'm looking at Colorado, and then Columbus just didn't do anything today. So uh, you know, no Columbus. Nothing. Nothing from the Blue Jackets. Um, whatever they stole last Fantilli. year, um, they got Fantilli. We talked about last podcast. Who cares? <laughs> um we're gonna have, we're gonna have to care but i, I prospect
2: eventually yeah. yeah
1: the new jersey devils uh we bring back michael mcleod um their guy at one year 1.4 million nathan Bastin, two years 1.3 million uh eric schalgren justin dowling uh kyle krisko low i don't know if we recorded at the time but tyler to was traded for by the devils pardon uh, Tyler Toffoli was a trade that the Devils yeah. made.
0: Yeah, I think we de- we didn't talk about that because I would have been a little bit sad about that. Really good deal by the Devils. They gave up almost nothing for a very good winger.
2: Igor Sharongovich.
0: Igor sucks, man. Sharongovich is bad. What would the equivalent of that been for us? A Walsh- Walsham and a third?
1: I don't know. People in Calgary seem to really like Uh, uh From what I've seen in the charts, people like him. So. They
0: haven't watched him in the playoffs, and he was pathetic
2: it could be a decent third liner could be
0: i don't know i also i <laughs> also have beef with calgary after the amount of uh abuse uh, abuse is a strong word
2: well you gotta uh, yeah on YouTube, right?
0: my youtube channel i said they weren't gonna make playoffs and they're like oh you're a fucking idiot just that like, you didn't make playoffs
2: aj is not allowed in the dome yeah. i want to go to the <laughs>
0: dome aren't they closing it this year the sad dome oh. yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I the mean... The Saddle Dome. Yeah, the Saddle Dome, but... Uh, no, the,
0: Sad-O-Dome. Yeah,
1: but the there's the picture where the S-A-D is up, uh, lit up and Dome is lit up, but the dull part is black, so it just says Sad Dome. <laughs> um, It's a famous hockey Twitter picture, but it's like... Yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, you know, they should love you after what you had to say about the Chuck trade a year ago. Um, I, 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 I like Toffoli a lot. I think it's a great deal for the Devils. Their top six is dirty... Um, their big need was, you know, I thought their bottom six was very soft when they played against us, and I thought that's why we beat them two out of three times. Um, Sorry, Google. Okay. <laughs> <I'll get it. laughs> but, uh, I thought that's why we beat them two out of three times, which was cool, and then, you know, they didn't do anything to get their bottom six better. They lost a couple defensemen this season. They didn't Graves. do anything in net yet. Uh, we'll get to Graves in a minute, but it's oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's, it's like, it's interesting. I mean, they lost Miles Wood as well, um, who... We will get into that, and then, you know, Woody! What uh, to Colorado, but yeah, no, I mean that's the devil's perspective. We get into the New York Ranges next, uh, the Ranges.
0: Vin, Boy, Vin-o. this was this was a
1: day. I was tracking this throughout the day and I was like, wow, this is incredible. What, what it? Chris Drury pick up the phone, baby, because all the agents were loving it when Chris Drury called today. Uh, Jonathan Quick at the ripe age of 37 on a one-year deal for $800,000. Nick Bonino at the ripe age of Bonino, One year, $800,000. Alex Belize, two years, uh, 7, 7, $700,000, $75,000. 075.
0: Stop right there. Do you know where Belize played last year? Me? Yeah. In the Montreal, right? Okay.
1: Yeah, Montreal. I didn't uh, know if he had it on there. That the last no, year. I didn't. Uh, Riley Nash, they signed. Uh, Nicholas Bo- Broliard, hmm. never heard of him. Connor Mackey, uh, Tyler Pitlick, and then the Big Fish, the guy they've always wanted. Blake Wheeler the Blake and egg and cheese on Broadway. are you kidding me folks um you know this this is very uninspired they had to fill a lot of roster spots with league minimum guys. It seemed like they have a list had a list of league men guys they wanted.
0: uh did you mention Gustafson? uh what a traitor Eric Gustafson is he signed for the Rangers one year 800k we don't need you you stank you smell.
1: Yeah, let's let's uh destroy that guy on the ice next year. Um, you know, we'll 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 play a lot better than him. Uh, you know, the Swedish Tony D. You know, uh, remember that save Sorokin had on him, that game we went to AJ? that was sick. Toronto, yeah. that, that was sick. That was probably the best save of the season on our end, so uh, you know, Ilya owns him, uh sadly, uh, plus L. Uh but anyway next up the Pittsburgh Penguins had a very active day uh, Kyle Dubis the uh, the tribal leaf he has stepped into the the hot seat there and uh, he re upped Tristan jari I God Legend. thank God incredible stuff five-year deal five million dollars Tristan jari is the goalie in Toronto go far. Then he went out, well, this isn't chronological, but then Ryan Graves, uh, he gave six years at $4.5 million to. Uh, that's uh, interesting. We talked about Graves a little bit previously. Kevin is sad. You know, <laughs> Devils, Devils fans liked Graves, I guess-ish, but he still made he was still mistake prone. Um, you know, people have very different perspectives on Ryan Grave. They signed Alex Delkovich. Minutes after committing to Tristan Dari as their goalie, they signed Ned. So, you know, poor Ned. The Smith um, might be on the way out then. Matt uh Matt Nieto for two years, nine hundred K. Nolichari, three years, two million, and then the big fish here. Lars Eeler, <laughs> um, our friend Connor's favorite player.
0: The Chop. Pittsburgh had a good day. I mean, it's a weird day. They got good players, pretty bad contracts. They got good players. You can't say Eller's not a good player. Chari's, you can't say Jari was an All Star at one point. I don't like him. I don't like any of these guys. I hope they all they I all love fail.
2: Jerry. He
1: sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. They lost Jason Zucker as well, which is you know I very I big loss. Name, I look at this list and no one really makes up for what Jason Jacob Zucker was producing. Jason. Jason Zucker. Oh my God. You got Jacob um, right there. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, but like no one's making up for his production, which is you know strange. But we'll, we'll see what's happening there. Um, they might re-up. Uh, what's by his name? The the wing Gunzel. Gensel. They have to. They have, they have to, to, yeah. If but
0: they get rid of Gensel, they're they done. They can,
2: they can trade now. But
1: they didn't load up like big offensive weapons yet unless they go for uh, one of the guys still on the market. Have
2: still
0: they're literally done if they don't get Gensel. Yeah.
2: Uh, I don't know if you were going to bring up Philly, but... Um, well, got, yeah, we're doing every
0: team.
1: Well, he skipped over Philly. I did, because on my list they said Philly and not Philadelphia. <laughs> um, Philly! Yeah, all I have here is uh, Ryan Paling, one year, $1. $1.4 Rhett Gardner Gardner, uh, two years, 700000 and then Garrett Hathaway, what was that? Two years. So I think it was
2: two years, two point seven. I remember reading that.
1: Sure, they're tanking. They're fine. I've I've always He's fine. loved Hathaway. Kiefer. Is now but, back. Yeah.
2: Kiefer. They got Mitrakov.
1: Our boy Kiefer, and then Washington had a bit of an interesting day. Uh, they got Pacharetti, one year, two million. Yeah, he was a guy I talked about a lot. I mean, I saw a tweet saying he could rehab in Connecticut. I thought that would have been sick, but. He decided he wants to rehab in Hershey, so more power to him. And then they also got a Hunter Shepard, whatever that is, two years, 700000
0: He was, oh, no, I'm thinking, I don't know if he's related to James Shepard. James Shepard, oh, this is my uh, Jeff Merrick moment. He had a really good hot card one year. He had, like, a 92 overall in, like, November or something. Card was cracked, and he was in Europe. And he was a former Ranger, I think? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, your, there's your confirmation. <laughs> there's your bin sourcing of the day. Yeah, um, Hunter Shepard, uh. Yeah, no one crazy. I mean, Connor Sheary, Islander killer out of our division. That's nice. Um, yeah, Riley R- Smith you now in the division. Yeah, Riley Smith now in Pittsburgh. Us. That stinks. That's going to kill us. Nothing crazy. But now let's just do quick uh, best contract of the day and worst contract of the day. AJ, you could go first with your best contract.
0: Uh, Best contract of the day?
2: <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, yeah, I no, I'm not going to do Sorokin. I'm going to start off with the worst contract of the day. I'm going to take JT Comfort. What was that? Five point one times five years yeah. after having Andrew Kopp signed already, which is a bad deal. Stevie Y, uh put down put Not down put down the plan. What was he cooking? That one was terrible in my opinion. Comfort's a good player, don't get me wrong, but like what are we doing here? Stop signing mid centers. Uh my best one I might take this a different route. I might go um Jason Zucker. I think it's really, really, really good for the Arizona Coyotes just because they're gonna get him for a year and if they as long as he stays healthy, they're gonna get they're gonna flip him. Yeah. They're gonna flip him. They're gonna get a first round pick for him. So you know what? Good for Zona.
1: Yeah, my best of the day is Matt Duchesne. Fuck off. Um, that was mine. So Matt Duchesne, one I mean, year, three no. million dollars to Dallas. Perfect player. Uh Tyler Sagan, if he has a bad season next year. You know, there's there's a case that Matt Duchesne's the best center on that roster. I know Pavelski's really good, but, like, uh, I guess Rope is great, too. But Duchesne is solid. He didn't really—wasn't in a position to succeed in Nashville. I think he's going to be awesome in Dallas. And I think that's going to get them over the hump. I think that's going to take them from being Western Conference finalists to maybe a cup appearance and maybe a cup win next year, depending if they run into the, the mighty New York Islanders. The other best one, obviously, Elias Sorokin, as we all said. Uh, worst contract of the day— you know, there were a lot of bad ones. I think the one that struck me as the worst was Ottawa signing Jonas Corpusalo Five years, four million dollars. I just, like, he, he kind of proved over and over again he isn't really starter material. He's more like a 1A, 1B guy, which they're not paying him clear 1A money. They're not giving him the big bucks. But, like, you know, I don't think he's in that stratosphere of guys like Jari. Even Jari, where he'd be making that much money. And I don't think, you know, I... I I don't know. Ottawa just did this with Matt Murray and saw how it turned out. So I, I I think they would have been smarter to not do this. But I don't like that deal at all.
2: Um,
0: I don't hate it. I think it it's uh, it's high risk, high reward. If it works out for them and they're a playoff team, he definitely helped them to get there.
1: I know Valiquette had a hard on for Corpy, so maybe all of them did.
0: On. They literally spent like fifteen minutes timeout. Corbisol on the TSN. Craig Button was
1: cooking today. Oh, uh, Craig Button went nuts on the Rangers. It was crazy. <laughs> Explained. We also went nuts on Toronto. Leafs. Oh yeah, I yeah. could have. Uh, yeah, Jake, are, you, are you gonna take No, I'm board? not going to say Reeves. All right, so Reeves. Um, so they started the TSN panel off talking about Reeves because that was the only contract that everyone knew about going into the day. And then the TSN panel, Craig Button just wouldn't stop talking about how like why are the Leafs getting more grit? They need secondary scoring. They lost a playoff series where the core four didn't score any goals. And Craig's just talking about this, and they're trying to distract him, like they're trying to like change the subject. But Craig Button just keeps going off on the Leafs over and over and over again. And it, it rocked. It was very funny. And then um, after that, you know, he starts talking about the Rangers. They're like, what do the Rangers need Jonathan Quick for? Why do they need Quick? Why do they need Blake Wheeler? They need to get younger. They need to play their young players.
2: My favorite quote from him is like,
1: if Quick is playing 20 games, he's going to go
2: 12, 13, and 1. No. <laughs> and I was, I was dying. So and he gave me some good laughs. Um, yeah, he's great. I'm going to go two for each because I'm a madman. Um, Miles Wood, I mean, six years, two and a half, he got 500000 less than Engvall. I like, guess that was pretty bad. I know you were talking about Miles Wood's a good player. What are we doing? Six here? years, though, I don't. he's a good player. And I, uh, I don't the know. thing
0: with Colorado is they're trying to get guys on It'll their team for really cheap. Bad, I don't know when he wins them, when he helps win them another cup. I'm gonna play this
2: clip and tell you to shut up.
1: I don't know. He's a good bottom six guy. Um, I think you know, I think.
2: Marnov loves Miles Wood. I
1: just, I don't know why they needed, I liked, I liked Miles Wood. I don't know why they needed to offer him that much term. Like, is that the only way you're getting that number down, 2.5? I don't know. I thought, like. Probably. Yeah, it's probably the only way to get it from th- 3 to 2.5, right? But it's 6. Like, I could have seen 5 years. I don't know. It's it's the, what, what's his name? Brandon Teneff. Is He got the yeah, Brandon Yeah, yeah, Teneff. yeah. It's a Brandon Teneff.
0: I genuinely do think Sackick's probably the smartest GM in the league at this point. Yeah. He, because Eiserman shat all over himself today. Uh, who's the other one that everyone praises?
1: Oh, Breeze uh, Brisbois. He, he didn't good. do anything did bad. bad Kyle Davidson. He didn't bring praised.
0: back. He didn't bring back Killorn. Yeah. Which I mean, mm, Dubis. Dubis had a pretty. Yeah. I don't know. Dubis had a fine day, in my opinion. I. They made the Penguins more competitive. The contracts suck, but the players are fine.
1: Yeah, last year, uh, the ABS gave control over to this Chris McFarlane guy from Sakic, but apparently it looks like Sakic's more in the chair again this year, so that's why they're kind of cooking a little bit. The Bo Byram extension, holy that shit. That is
0: nuts. That came out the same time as the circle. Two years for 3.6. I know they 2. probably 8. wanted... Oh, oh, man, the 200k. I'm gonna, whatever. So cry throw up. Exactly. Sakic, I mean, legend on the ice, legend off the ice. Dude's just, cl- just class everywhere. And he almost walked Garth Snow, by the way, for Dushane. It would have been Dushane to the Islanders for Barzal, Sorokin, Sorokin and a first. And a first.
1: That's the difference between one cup and five for the <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> Another bad one, Eric Johnson. I don't know how he got 3.25. That was...
0: Yeah, uh, that's a little bit... I mean, said, yeah, well, good for him. He Mayfield, gets to go to Saratoga uh, Sarantoga, Sarantoga to raise his horses.
2: You said, uh, hey, if we lose Mayfield, we'll get Johnson for cheap. Nope. Nope. Uh, I was going to say Duchesne. That's a good one. I really... JVR for one million. That's that's pretty solid.
0: That's what he was going for. It's JVR. Yeah. He's... I don't really... I can't really No think. team wanted him at the trade deadline. That's no, my thing. No, that's not true. Teams
1: wanted him. Connor it. Brown was a good deal.
0: Teams... No one offered for him. Yeah. Or maybe they did. I was in the room. Their GM
1: just was shit. I mean, there were teams that were calling about him. They just never got a deal done. Interesting. He's a good player. I mean, for one million dollars, the Bruins did really smart business.
0: Yeah, he's a good player. I'm not saying the one million dollar deal is bad. I'm just saying like trade a, deadline thing had me a little bit intrigued.
1: Yeah, he's a third liner. He's gonna get, you know, some good minutes in Boston. Probably be a PP two guy.
0: They had a weird day. They I mean not they didn't have a weird day. They had an interest weird, interesting, whatever yeah. you want to call it. With uh they got Lucic. Lucic. Lucic, I love, Shanko. love, love, love Morgan Geeky as the cracking guy of the podcast. Big Morgan Geeky fan, I would actually like keep my eyes out on this guy. Might have, I'm not going to say a 20 goal year, but I think he's going to make a more of a name for himself in a bigger market like Boston. Uh, Shattenkirk, good deal. Parker they didn't make they Parker will this an incredible deal. They didn't make any bad deals.
1: <laughs> yeah, all week minimum guys. They're in a cap crunch right now, but they basically filled out their bottom six and uh, they did some creative stuff. And there's still room for Bergeron to come back if he doesn't want to retire, and Krejci can come back. I mean, they set them up themselves up very nicely here. Uh, what was your last good contract?
2: Um, I was gonna say Connor Brown. I oh. kind of like that one for them. McDavid and Brown very good together. But you know, it's very easy to. Do, I guess. Yeah, um, smart by him. I guess the, the Ducks ones, uh, you know, you say the goodest one is pretty bad, but um, I'm all for trolling Kevin the Panthers. So
1: Jesus Christ, what did Vancouver do today?
0: Everything. They, they signed had, uh, five <laughs> defensemen. They cool signed Susie down. for Cole. two by two and a half. They signed Teddy Cole, Bluger. Teddy Bluger, who's not a defenseman. That contact isn't bad,
2: though. 1.8 for Blueberry, you know, it's
0: not terrible. Yeah, but what are we doing here? They signed, like, they signed half a team in one day.
1: Luke Glendening, Matt Irwin. These guys stink. It's just all mid-depth.
0: I think Susie, Susie is very good, but so besides Boberia that.
1: Guy. Yeah, that's it. I mean, like, you know, I, I also like, I don't know. There were a lot of decent contracts. Teams did not do stupid stuff today. I, I think. I think for the most part, no one did anything like franchise-cripplingly stupid. Except Detroit. Besides <laughs> <But that's> Detroit, <laughs> can't, can't have shit in Detroit. Defense. There
2: is no plan in the eyeser.
1: Oh yeah, and Craig Smith went to Dallas. Want to shout that one out? Um, he is not going to hurt anyone on our team this year. I'm Fuck gonna, him. Yeah, well,
2: gonna, we're still going to play them. Do we not? We play them. Yeah, we're going to,
1: but only twice. We don't have to. <laughs> this year we saw him like eight times between yeah, the no. Caps and yeah, the yeah. Bruins. And every time he scored, every time he hurt one of our players, We I do not want to deal with Craig Smith ever again.
2: Yeah, Dallas uh, had a good day,
1: I guess. I'm not the shame. That's a big. Yeah. Anaheim's going for a dish with Gouda's and Kourn. Those are weird. But, um, yeah, I think, I think we could wrap there. Um, yeah. You know, we hit an hour tonight. I uh, really appreciate you guys sticking around for the pod. Um, things are going to change throughout the weekend. You know, we might have an emergency pod early next week. If everything, if something major changes, I don't see anything changing through the 4th of July, but keep your eyes and your ears open for that. That'll be very interesting. Uh, I really like the live pod experience. I think this one went yeah, very well. Awesome. Let us know if you guys want us to do this more. Cause, um, in the future we'll be, we'll be able to now that everyone's kind of near the Island. Um, but besides that, you can find AJ on Twitter at, uh, hockey. You can find me on Twitter at ratmartin. You can find Jake on Twitter at Prime Jakey. Uh, follow the pod at Skates and Stakes on Twitter. Uh, Vin was on the pod for a minute. I'm not going to shout on his Twitter. He's a Rangers fan. i uh, will also get banned by Vin. the time this comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll get kicked off the Bird app as soon as possible. But um, yeah, let's go Islanders. Franchise altering day. Uh, love spending it with you guys and uh, love you guys. Talk to you soon. Peace.